Hello and welcome back to the Spiritual Business Podcast and welcome Caitlin. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to have the incredible Caitlin Hosking here. She is a shadow work queen. She knows so much about shadow work. She is a coach, a facilitator in this industry, and she also certifies people in the realm of shadow work. And she is a beautiful client of mine too. And I'm so incredibly honored to have you on here today. Reason being is because we have done a ton of work together. We're also very good friends. So we've had to navigate friendship and a coaching container and relationship, but you have just really blossomed over the last sort of six months or so in life, in business, and really have elevated every area of your life to take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's so much that my audience and anyone who listens to this will gain out of that conversation, learning from somebody like yourself, which is exciting. Yay. Thank you so much for having me here. And I am really excited because as you said, we're also good friends and the last sort of six months of working together has been phenomenal for me as well. So I'm really excited to get to speak to all of those pieces and how that's really helped me. Yay. I love it. So for those who don't know much about you, I would love for you for you to give a bit of an introduction, a little bit about yourself um, and your business and, you know, kind of what got you into this industry as well. Cool. So my business is complete by Caitlin. And then I have a offshoot of my business, which is called Shadow Work Retreats. And oh, what do I do? It's so hard to put into words because it it can be so profound really, but I help people come home to who they truly are Mm. and without needing to be anyone or do anything special, just like they just get to come home to their essence and then they get to put that out into the world, how they want it to be. So whether that is, in a relationship or in a business or making more money or doing things in their career, I help them further those paths, but from a place of really deep authenticity rather than a place of deep, I need to prove myself to feel worthy. And what I've seen from helping people find their truth and, and get off that hamster wheel of I'm not enough, I'm not enough, I'm not enough is just such a, a beautiful blossoming And such depth to their soul and you can like feel them and you can feel them come alive. And then you get to see all the, all their external world start to reflect that as well in the most like just profound and beautiful ways and things that I could never ever have expected from the work that I do. So that's essentially what I do. And I work with people. So in shadow work retreats, I'm working with general population. I'm helping anyone. I mean, I, in the last retreat, I had a a beautiful woman come in and she was feeling so stuck and she was procrastinating all the time. She wasn't looking after her health. And she revealed like in the first day that basically she didn't want to be here anymore. Mm. And that's how, how much she was in pain. And so we moved through all the processes and all the shadow work and all the, all the trauma work that I do. And we got to the end of that retreat and 
she sent me a message afterwards and she said, this saved my life. Mm. And I just was like, like so deeply honored to, to, it's not my work, but to be like a conduit of this work and to allow people to have a safe space to have experiences. So in general population, it's people who are feeling that emotional pain, who have things that are unresolved and they feel like they can't be themselves in this world. And it usually manifests in in more self-sabotage around not looking after themselves or those sorts of things. And then in the business sense, which is the complete by Caitlin's side, I am certifying other coaches to, to do shadow work because I started off as a mindset coach, which I'll get to in a second, but <laughs> in the mindset, like I just wasn't getting really anywhere with my clients. Like they just kept repeating the same things. And so I created a, my own personal expression of shadow work and a modality and a process around that, that I'm now certifying people in because of the results I've seen. And then I help people in their businesses and create more fulfilling businesses and make sure again, that their businesses aren't coming from that place of, I need to prove myself to be worthy because it's unsustainable. Mm. Um, That's a very long version of what I do, but why (laughs) why I got into it, (laughs) how I got into it was, I think how most people get into personal development is we're going through our own journey. And I always wanted to be a psychologist since I was a little girl anyway, so I studied, started hey. off with psychology. Huh? I did too. I wanted to be a psychologist as well. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like such a, I don't know. I just knew. I didn't want to be a doctor. I have lots of doctors in my family. I was like, I don't want to do that. I feel like it's too like down the line. Like it's at the very bottom of the stream when people are like kind of stuffed. Not yep. that stuff, but you know what I mean? But I was like, yeah. I want to help people before they get there. And then So I I wanted that and I loved helping people and I used to always get in trouble at school for skipping class because I would be sitting with my friends holding space for them. And, but then I went through all my own shit and I was in toxic relationships and I didn't like myself at all. And I was abusing drugs and I was abusing alcohol and I was abusing my body and I was doing all of those things. Even though I was studying psychology, apparently gave me no insight into why I was doing those things. (laughs) (laughs) And I eventually became a personal trainer and nutritionist. And then I went to a a workshop one day with one of my old mentors and she wasn't my mentor at the time. It was the day I met her. And she started talking about like coaching things and and personal development and mindset and these things that I, it just was explained in a more practical way than at university. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of like, it just showed me so much. And I started to go on this self-awareness, personal development journey. Then I decided I really wanted to be a coach. And I got into the mindset space because that's where she was at. So I was in mindset mainly. And I was getting results in the way of everything in my life was like improving. Yeah, Yeah. like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't abusing drugs and alcohol and I wasn't smoking and all of those things. But inside, I felt like shit. And I would only feel good if I had a good day and I looked a certain way and I behaved a certain way and I didn't have any limiting thoughts that day. So I was really stuck in that. And I was coaching at this time and I was seeing the same thing in my clients. It's like, we're trying to work through this self-worth piece and this trying to help them eat better. Cause that's what I was doing back then. And I was like, I want to, I want to go deeper, but I don't know how to go deeper. Cause I didn't know how to go deeper within myself. I didn't understand what was happening. And I read a lot of Brene Brown books, so I understood a bit about shame. 
And then I picked up a book that was on shame, but what it was really on was on shadow work. And as I started to read it, I was like, oh my God, I have found something that is, that makes so much sense to my soul because it's not all love and light. I'm not meant to be positive all the time. And it actually helped me like sigh relief and Mm. feel like I don't have to constantly be like so much. And since then I've just been working on it for me. And then I decided after like a period of time of embodying that work that I wanted to, something came through in meditation. It was like, you should do it this way with clients and include these shadow work pieces. And I ran Ignite, which is now my retreat, but I ran it as a four day online thing. And after four days, the results I had seen from those four days were so profound and so big compared to what I had seen, even after working with someone for six or 12 months, I was like, I am onto something. And <laughs> it just kept unraveling from there. Yeah. And I love that because I think that, I think what's often not necessarily discussed in this industry, and you and I have spoken about it at length, is the fact that the mindset staff and a lot of the certifications, unless they're, unless they're going quite deep, and they're bringing in a level of self-acceptance, a lot of it does kind of bypass, like it, it causes a lot of bypassing and kind of just trying to lean into the positive thing and choosing to just see things differently rather than actually looking at w- uncovering what's going on underneath. And so yeah. I love, and I, you know, you know, I adore you and I love you in many, many ways, but I love that you have brought that element to the industry in intangible mm. practices that can be replicated time and time again. Because I think that it's there's a lot of shame mongering that happens in this industry, and and a lot of that because of the fact that people are just doing they they're doing light level mindset work and they're slapping slapping other bigger words on it, trying to make it something that's not. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And that's that's what I felt like. I had I haven't uh, hypnosis and NLP and life coaching and a psych degree. Like I I did all the things, yeah. but it was going deeper and that's what shadow work allowed me to do and then you know including the trauma work and the embodiment work and all of those pieces with the shadow work is it's going to revolutionize the industry absolutely and as it should like it's revolutionary for people for humans Mm. right it gets them to accept themselves not it's 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 the difference between shaming yourself into change and Mm -hmm. loving yourself into it because you have a level of acceptance So I find it really, really powerful and really fascinating. And I love doing that kind of, you know, the deeper work with a client because I think it's really powerful. Um, And I know that you do that all the time. So the question that I wanted to ask, because obviously we have been working together for quite a number of months. (laughs) And I wanted to know when you decided I want to work, you wanted to work together to work on some stuff around the business. Because a lot of the people who are listening to this, they are going to be listening to it through that lens of wanting to grow their business. Where were you at and what did you really either need support on or want to work on? Yeah, so it's so funny and I assume like so many coaches go through this is that you like know all the things and you have all the tools, but it it just doesn't seem to kind of hit those levels that you're trying to get to. And so what I had found is like I had grown multi six-figure business and I had had so many results. Like all of my clients were, you know, sending me these beautiful messages and how much I've changed their lives. And I had all the things, I had the money and I had the house 
and all of the things. And all I could think was it's all going to go away. Mm-hmm. And I was like stuck in this, not frozen, but flight state. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just keep like being very reactive in my business. And so I, as soon as I was feeling anxious, it would be like, oh my God, I've got to fix everything. And then I would like start overreacting to things and go into like this real hardcore hustler mode, which is you know partly why I'm so successful, but also not sustainable. <laughs> and I yeah. knew it wasn't sustainable. I knew that's not the way I wanted to run business. And last year I, I almost quit because of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't keep doing this. And I had done lots of work around money and all of the little pieces, but I was like, I need it to be grounded with someone else to hold me in that because I I was feeling I couldn't go deep because, you know, we're human and we love to be supported. And sometimes just having someone there almost like a trust fall. And it's like, I know that now when I fall backwards, I'm going to have someone actually there to catch me. Whereas before I was working with you, I felt like no one's going to catch me and I only have myself and it wasn't Mm. actually feeling like enough for where I wanted to go. Yeah. So I I reached out because I was like, I can't keep doing business like this. Like, Mm. I know that I'm amazing at what I do. I know all of these things, but my body is not reacting and not responding and I need help. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so fair enough. And I think that like, I have this conversation a lot with people where it's it's as much of like I I know that there's probably stuff I've got to work on and I know probably some of where I could start to go and work on it however I can't see what I can't see and and that's that's half of the battle right and it doesn't matter how much awareness you've got how much how many clients you've had or how many incredible results you've had like you the same as me the same as every person on this planet has blind spots and they have them because we're human. <laughs> it's like such a natural experience. We're not meant to see yeah. it. Our mind wants to hide it. And yeah. I mean, if you think about the president and everyone who is a leader, they always have someone like a whole team around them, giving them different perspective and sharing different things and helping them because not one person can see everything. Yeah. And I think it's like such an ego trap we get stuck in of like, well, I'm a coach and it's almost like this, the persona that we can wear of like, well, I should know everything and it makes me shit if I don't and it makes me shit if I need help and blah, blah, blah. It's like, but if that's what you're, if that's what you need, if that's what you need, like, isn't there a beautiful humbling in that? And, you know, in this space, shouldn't we basically always be humbled? (laughs) I I think so too. And I also think that like, it's, it's a tough, it's, there's a time and a place for having a coach. There's a time and a place for having a mentor. You don't always need one. You don't, Mm -hmm. you don't always need one. That's absolutely the truth. However, when you, if you're afraid to go deeper with yourself, just go have someone do it with you. Like, it's just not a big deal. Don't make it a big deal. Just go get the support. I think it's so easy to, to just recognize "Mm, this feels messy. I can't see it quite clearly is like, Mm -hmm. I need to go and have someone help me see that clearly. Yeah. And it's such an energetic difference of like, if you stop and you feel, why am I asking for help? Is it because I think I need someone to save me and I've been in coaching containers for the last three years straight and I keep having the same problem, then probably like that's what I had done prior to you. And I'd, I'd actually taken quite a long time off coaching because I had been searching for a coach to come and fix it and come and save me, solve mm. the money, solve the thing. So, and I could see a direct correlation with my income when I have coaching, it would go up. And then once the coaching container ended, it would go down. So I was yep. like, oh, I see what's happening. And so I'd gone basically the whole year without coaching 
and I had been able to hold a steady level of income, but I noticed that I was hitting a glass ceiling as well with it. And I was like, cool, I can hold steady. And I now know that I don't need someone to save me, but I want someone to support me to go to that next level because that's what I'm desiring. How do I smash through that glass ceiling? And it's like, that was when I was like, I need someone to help do that piece rather than save me. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't work with anyone that wants to be saved. <laughs> you can, I think you can kind of feel it, right? You can smell it from yeah. a mile away. Um, I also, from from my perspective, I remember, you know, launching was like, how do yeah. we like maintain the energy surrounding that and have like a level of non-attachment and mm. feeling good about doing things, like doing more without it taking more from you. Does that make sense? Like I remember very clearly it was like, how do I do more and create more without it taking from me? I can do it, Mm. but it's not like I'm going to feel depleted, cooked. I can't do anything for six months or, you know, it's just like, oh yeah, I can have a steady flow whilst also taking care of yourself as much as possible. Yeah. And that was happening because of the hustler thing of like, you know, I would, I would get so attached and push so hard and then I'd get so exhausted and then I would just do nothing. And then I would be like, <gasps> I've got to do heaps again. And then I'd like overdo it. And so yeah. the work that we did together was, it was really about that attachment piece as well. And, and last year I did have influences outside of me that made me feel like I should be further ahead than I am. Mm-hmm. and created a lot of shame which can happen when other people are very close to us and and um they're in the same industry as well and they're projecting onto you and so I had these influences and it always made me feel like I wasn't enough I wasn't mm-hmm. doing enough even though I knew that wasn't the truth but it's hard right when you're in relationship and so my business was very much like it's got to be more like it's everything I've done isn't enough and even if I'm launching and making money it's still not enough and so I was so attached do I need this result to be enough? And we started to really unwind a lot of that of like my business and the result isn't me being enough, Mm. right? It's my business and that's the result. And then I'm over here and I'm still alive and I'm still okay and we're all good. And if I need to go get a job, I need to go get a job, which has magically never happened. <laughs> but it was just that disentanglement of of those inner pieces that were kind of playing out that I couldn't see that were keeping me really attached to that story. And mm-hmm. it wasn't about how much I was producing. It was more to do with how much I was thinking about I needed to produce. <laughs> and that <laughs> constant inner um, dialogue of, oh my God, is it enough? Is someone going to sign up? Why didn't they pay yet? What happened? And that was what was fucking exhausting. Yeah. And so being able to just be like, oh, like when I launched this year, let's just put it into perspective. Last year when I would launch before we worked together, I would be on my phone like 24 seven. I would be checking. I would be like, has this person responded? What do I, and and like overdo it. And this year when I launched, I went to Perth. (laughs) I went to Newcastle. I went to Melbourne. I went to Brisbane for a night. I was going to the beach every day. I was just like, it's all good. It was just like, I just trusted so deeply that for two reasons, I actually want to speak to the other one. I trusted so deeply because we had done that work together and I'd gotten to those deeper layers and I was like, it's all good. And if it doesn't, if this launch doesn't work, just launch something else 
right? Yeah. Like it's just like it's it's an obvious answer. Yeah. And the other piece was when we started working together, there was <laughs> there was the certification. <laughs> and ah, I had been mentoring people. Huh? <laughs> me just yeah. being like, come on, let's go. Sometimes I have this experience for anyone listening. Kayla knows this very well, but oftentimes I have ideas for my clients where something will drop in and I'll go, oh, have you thought about this? This is, this seems really prevalent because I have trained as a psychic medium and I can't help it. Messages come through. And um, yes, this message had come through for a very long time with Caitlin, which she intuitively felt as well. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I mean, I had been feeling the certification for years I mean, probably three years and, you know, we all go through our own journey with intuitive things and the knowingness and all of that, the imposter syndrome, (laughs) but it was, I had been mentoring people and had all been working out and I had just kind of like popped it in the like about me form. And I was kind of like, please don't bring up the certification. (laughs) I'm not ready. (laughs) And we got in the call and she's like, so the certification, I was like, fuck. And it was that I knew it was so right and I knew that it was going to be so good. But And I think the potentiality of the certification frightened me. Yeah. But it was the work that we did also to anchor into it's safe to do what's actually on your heart. It's safe to create this and and launching that. So it's like that became easier because we built the safety and this is actually my path. This is my purpose. This is what's been gifted to me from God's spirit, whatever you want to call it. And then going, and now we're going to action it with the tangible pieces and then just consistently doing the work with the pieces that came up around that. And that's why it felt easy. That was a lot that came up. (laughs) That's a lot that came up, but it felt easy at the end of it. (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. I think, I think like the and I want to commend you on this because the inner work that you had to move through to have this and the certification is incredible right and the work on that on that deeper level but also on a strategic level but most more on the energetic level and on in the body as well that had to be worked through for it was probably about three or four weeks that the you know our main focus was that and you went into it and as much as there was resistance like you dived in and a lot of people don't and like if you're not diving into that sort of stuff it's going to feel like there's a lot of push-pull energy Mm. and very much split energy when you're going for what it is that you want to go for so I want to commend you on going and doing the inner work not that you wouldn't because obviously like this is your whole job is helping people do that as well but the fact of the matter is, is that that also it takes it takes guts, especially when you're like, I need to follow this path of mine. But there's a lot that's coming to the surface in the thoughts and the feelings about, you know, just about to do it as well. Yeah. And I mean, a lot, a lot, because when it comes to certification and the work that I talk about, it is rooted in trauma, being trauma informed and trauma work and understanding all those pieces. And the depth of it is not light. Mm -hmm. And it was sort of like, am I being irresponsible? Am I going to get in trouble for this? Am I actually ready to hold this? Like so many levels plus coming from a university background and a very educated, like all of my family are university educated. And so it's sort of like, if it's not university, it's not good basically is they're like not the message, but the message that's there. 
And yeah. so I'm like fighting against, oh my God, what are my family going to think? Are they going to tell me I'm stupid? Yeah, like, yeah. Even though logically I know that they're not going to say that because I have really supportive family, but like that, I was afraid of that. Even with all the yeah. shadow work, like especially when it comes to family or people close to you, like, oh. <laughs> so it was just, it was moving through those to get to the point of, if they say that, good on them, good on mm-hmm. them. If someone says, you know what? I think you overstepped or I think you did this wrong or you shouldn't do that. They can tell me that. And then I get the choice of, is that my truth? Yeah. And so it wasn't about bullshitting around it and being like, oh, that'll never happen because it fucking could happen. Right. It could happen. That's the reality. But it's like, what do I want my reality reality to be? Do I want to keep avoiding something because I'm scared of what might happen? Or do I want to follow something that actually could impact and revolutionize the world and that's what shadow work is for me it's not about like yeah you know coming into my world like you get to feel better and you get to create all these amazing things and I, I I see all that but it's like the profound impact on the world actually comes back to like world peace yeah and that's what shadow work is for me it is about world peace it's understanding that when we are projecting and doing all of those things and harming other people it is a reflection on ourselves. and if we can do the work on ourselves we're not going to want to harm other people And I'm like, how the fuck can I sit here with such a huge mission and be like, I'm scared that my mum's going to tell me I did the wrong thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're actually bringing your mood, like this this conversation is moving me because obviously I know all of this, but hearing you speak with such conviction, I'm getting emotional. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my heart. Oh, it's so beautiful just because I've seen it from like, you know, from the idea all the way to now, right? It's it's so, it's just so powerful, so incredibly powerful. And I I think that like, you know, something that was really important to lean into was like expanding your nervous system. And I say this with people in business all the time anyway, expanding your capacity and your nervous system to have a lot of different people hold a lot of different views about you. Right. I know that you've been leaning on this and doing this for a long time, same as myself, where it's okay that people feel all sorts of ways about us, right? They're going to, it's it's human nature. I say dumb shit about people in their field of work that I know nothing about, right? We do do this. This is human, right? So it's about expanding our, our, our nervous system and our capability to be able to know that all these different perspectives on who we are are going to be held by other people but it doesn't, it only becomes true if we believe it, right? So if we believe what is being said, that's when it becomes our truth. So if it's actually like the projection can't land in us unless there, we feel like there's an element of truth to it. And so we have to work through that. And again, that's, you know, coming back down to shadow work and doing all these parts of parts work and everything else in between. So I think that, you know, it's really, it's, it's moving to hear you speak about the power of the work that you're doing Mm. and, from the perspective of a your coach and somebody who supports you every day but your friend as well because I know how big this is for you and it's just it's very it's very moving for me it makes my heart very warm <laughs> I love, I love you. it because <laughs> I was like you're just like a warm hug around me and I always know that you were just there like cheering me on and supporting me and like always holding the highest projection and I I said this to I said this to you when I was on the phone to you for the initial call and basically what had happened the reason I chose Laura was my brain kept looking at her stuff being like 
I just need to find someone that's like Laura. That's the coach I need. I really need a coach that's like Laura. And then one day my brain's like, why don't you just ask Laura? (laughs) Why do you need to go through like trying to find someone else? Just fucking ask her. And, And I did. And I lent into that and it was exactly what I knew it would be. And, and I knew that I knew that you would be there to support me and challenge me and do all of those things, but from like such a heart space. And, and I want to say that for anyone who is like listening to this, like, should I hire Laura? Should I not? Like, if you want to be felt like you are wrapped in like a fluffy blanket and someone is there loving you, but not to the point where you're like not able to move. They're like, oh, so by the way, I'm taking the blanket off and fucking get out into the world now. Bye-bye. But the blanket's here if you need to come back. Like that's the energy is like you're there to hold and to challenge and all of the things that we've moved through is absolutely fucking incredible. And like, I'm so honored that I get to call you my best friend and my coach and see all the amazing work that you do, not just with me, but like with everyone. So. Oh, thank you. (laughs) That's very moving. It's getting me really teary. What is happening to my emotions today? There's there's lots of emotions coming through. It's really beautiful. (laughs) Oh, I, I'm, I really am receiving that. Thank you. Thank you. I really mm. received that. Um, so I want to know, where are you at now with launching, with like uh, clients, with putting things out there, with your business and relationship with your business, with finances, all those things? Because a lot, like honestly, and I know we've had this conversation in private, but pretty much on the, on the business front, most things changed. Like over the last six six months, like most of how you were operating, how you felt, most of it has shifted pretty bloody significantly. So where do you feel like you're at and what do you feel like has changed in the in the space that we work together? Well, oh, that's a big question, Laura. Um, <laughs> I know. Hang on, profound <laughs> question on shadow work or something. <laughs> but no, for me personally, where I'm at is for starters, like, my monthly recurring revenue has gone up, which we know. So when we started working together, it was like $10,000 less recurring than it is now. So it's gone up by $10,000, which is amazing. And that's just like, if I did absolutely nothing, like if I sold nothing this month and just sat on my ass, there's an extra $10,000 that's coming in and I can just chill, which is amazing. Um, (laughs) With... With my voice and in my business, I'd probably say the biggest thing that's changed is that I've detached from trying to do it someone else's way. And I was, I was, I was getting again by the relationship in my life, distracted by their way. And when you again, love and respect someone then, and you see them doing well, you're like, Ooh, like maybe I need to do it that way. And it would actually overstep my own boundaries and overstep my own authenticity and so the dissolving of that, plus all the work we were doing, I was like, well, who do I want to be in my business? Like, what does that look like? What am I so inspired by? Even if it's not using all of these things, even if it's not, you know, I don't have a hundred million people coming through my door right now. Like who cares? Because even if I was doing it that way, that's what's putting me in scarcity. That's what's making me feel like shit is not actually the strategy that they were using. It was how that strategy felt for me. And so I was like, it's just not me. And I'm not willing to sell myself and to sell my values to make money. It's just not it for me. And so it was. I admire about you is you've always stuck to your integrity. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like I would tiptoe over there and I'll try it out a bit and I'll be like, oh, I hate it. And then I'll just like disappear offline because I was like, I can't like I cannot do it in my body. It's so disgusting to me to try to do something that doesn't feel in alignment. And and so as I just was like, that's done, we've done all this work and just kind of like layer came off, layer came off. And I was like, this is what feels good. This is what I want to talk about. This is what I'm grounded in. I don't need to be, for me, I don't want to launch a hundred million things at once. It's very like jarring for me. And I don't want my content to sound a certain way. Like I want a a layer of safety through it and understanding and all of those things. And so I just, I just let my voice come through in, and there was two things that happened. I let it come through in the way I wanted it to come through. And we also worked a lot on because I care so deeply about people and I have a bit of a social justice warrior situation that can play out that also would muzzle me. And so I'd be so afraid of shaming someone or or making them feel bad about themselves that I would just say nothing. Yes. And so it was moving through that and going, okay, I can't control what everyone, what everyone feels. But if I'm saying this from truth and I'm saying this from my perspective and my intention is to educate or to help in some way, if someone takes it that way, then that, that that's actually okay. And I can always apologize if someone reaches out or whatever. It's never happened, like not once. <laughs> so <laughs> it was it was those two of just getting me to that space of like, I just get to use my voice. And I find that here's a funny thing. So one thing we worked through was I felt like I had to be on social media every day and posting all the time. Otherwise, like my brain was like, you won't exist. Everyone's going to forget about you if you don't show up for one day. <laughs> That's how I felt. And so I would just create content and force myself to create. The last, since I finished my Shadow Alchemy certification, like this enrollment period, I have not posted. Like I posted one thing in the last three weeks, which was a photo dump. There was nothing yeah. particularly interesting about it. I just wanted to do that. But I signed two one-on-one clients and then I've had another three register like interest in one-on-one and then I I did put out an offer like two days ago where I've got like interest in that and I'm like I didn't do half no I didn't I didn't do 98% of the things I would normally do but I allowed myself to go I don't want to focus on that right now what actually is what needed for me is I focus on doing some other things behind the scenes and trusting that I am still so supported, even if I'm not fucking putting on the bells and whistles. Absolutely. And like, that is, oh, that's like the best thing ever. Like, fuck the income, fuck everything else. Like the fact that I can have this relationship with social media where I don't feel like I'm on this, like, I felt, well, I, yeah. it was like a hamster wheel, but it was, I couldn't remember the, how the words that I used to describe it, but it was sort of like, it's like you're being, it's it's like you're a puppet, really. Like you're the yeah. court jester and you're like, oh, I've got to like show up and I've got to do all these things all the time. And that's how I'm going to get paid, even though I don't want to be here. And I was like, why do I have this relationship with my business? Like, this is not, this is not okay. Like, I, in, and I thought 10 years, do I want to be? No, no. Yeah. So how do I shift that? And, and it gives me freedom. Like if I want to show up on social media, like during launches, of course I show up a bit more like, it's my job, right? And I want the yeah. things to sell, but it's not this, I have to do this all the fucking time. Otherwise the whole world's going to end. Yes. And that absolutely. is so freeing and so grounding. And there's so much, I think the word that encompasses always like safety. 
Like yes. I actually feel safe in my business. I feel safe to receive. I feel safe with money. I feel safe with money fluctuations because that's what it is in business is that sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down. And instead of freaking out every time it goes down, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like that's some information. What can we, what can we do with that? Yes. Rather than. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's the thing that I really love with you. And like, obviously every, every person that I work with, the, the angle that we take is going to be different for you because you are a hustler. I know you can do all the things, right? And I I know if I said to you, post every single day for the like or twice a day for th- for thirty days, you'd do it. Hmm. You'd do it, no questions asked, because you, doing things is not hard for you, but sitting and receiving is the harder thing. And so I think that, you know, with some people who listen to this, don't like if you're in the early phases, do not, don't, like you still need to post. (laughs) Make sure that you're still posting. But also looking at the energy that you're coming from and also recognising like even in this conversation that we're having now, what this indicates to me when you're sort of saying I haven't really posted a heap since I finished my launch it indicates to me that you have been selling without selling for a consistent amount of time and have built such a profound level of trust with your people that they they are magnetized towards you. You are a magnet to them now. So regardless of what you do, you're a magnet to them. And that's from a ton of work that you've been doing on yourself as a human being, but also the strategic side of things around having shown up for many years, right? And actually having done the work, which is pretty fucking profound right it's really incredible and you know you are just like that energetic match to your people which is the whole vibe that's exactly what we want yeah and and a big piece of that was the ownership right it was the ownership especially around shadow work like I loved shadow work so much but I kept feeling like I had to dilute it or or shift it or change it or make it like something that it wasn't to me and then it was like the ownership of like my niche is shadow work can I do it in any area? Yes. But my niche is shadow work. I am very good at it. I am like very well versed in it, very well educated in it. And the ownership of that actually gave me a level of, I guess it kind of gave me that expertise and that magnetism to people who were like, oh, I really want to do this work. And if you, you know, you searched and it was like, I came up. And so people yeah. started finding me like that because I owned that part of me. I owned that aspect of me that was like, yeah fucking queen of the underworld like I I ride that on my emails it's my sign-off thing queen of the underworld because that is my essence instead of trying to think that that was bad or people wouldn't buy that or they wouldn't like it because it made them uncomfortable I was like fuck it if it makes them uncomfortable good it's probably what they probably what they need and then yeah there's medicine (laughs) they're drawn like people are drawn to it because they're like all the and this is not for everyone this is my essence but like they were like, I've done the love and light things. I've done the mindset things. I've done the higher level things and it's just not working. And my message is here's why. Yeah. And so that's what they're attracted to. But I had to fully own that and stop fucking making it into fluff. Yes. <laughs> I'm just so, I'm like sitting here. I'm like a proud mom. I feel like Chris Jenner, like, I'm like yeah, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> oh man, this is so great. And it's so true. You really, you really owned your, you've owned who you are as a human being and the magic and the message that you have to share with the world. And that in and of itself acts as a magnet. 
And that comes from a profound level of inner work. And you can't teach that with a strategy. And I want to make that abundantly clear for everyone who's listening to this. There's a reason why this is called the Spiritual Business Podcast, because an element of this is mindset and spirituality. We have to embed all of that into the work that we're doing. I'm not going to give you a 30 days to have this result because it's not the vibe. It's not, it's not what's gonna, it's not what's gonna get people a result because this stuff is going to allow you to either have these amazing results and see problems as opportunities or to see problems as big problems and issues and not be able to like continue to move forward in the space. So I really I love this conversation. I think this conversation has so much fucking depth to it. And really gives people insight as to why you, one, work with a coach or work on the inner stuff, right? If that's with you or me or someone else, working on how you see yourself, how you feel about yourself and actually putting the time and the effort into healing that relationship. Because again, like if you're not getting the result that you want or things aren't changing, I, I immediately in business, I go, okay, how are you feeling? what's coming up within you because typically that is a big indication and then I look at strategy I don't immediately look at strategy because it's nine times out of ten I don't care what fucking strategy you have if your energetics are off it's not gonna land yeah and that's I mean very early on in my my business journey did I learn this the hard way because I was selling I had a strategy I was given a strategy and they're like this is how you make a hundred thousand dollars and I was like cool and I followed step by step because as we've discussed that's what I do <laughs> very <laughs> stringently like okay do this and then create this and then this so I created all the things I created the funnels I did the paid ads I did the phone calls I did everything I got fucking nowhere Nowhere. Yeah. I mean, I probably made three sales in a year, which is not enough for a sustainable business because those were not $100,000 sales. They were like $2,000 sales. <laughs> and so it was, I got somewhere, but I didn't want to look inside. I thought that business was just strategy. It had nothing to do with personal development. That was for other areas of your life. Just for some reason, my brain was like, not business stuff. It's so and funny. Like, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't relate, but then that's your whole job is teaching people how it relates in all areas. I know. <laughs> same though, babe. And same for so many clients. Like this when I say that, I'm like giggle, there's no shame in that experience. We've all been there, I've been there, my clients have been there, and I and I have to have that hard conversation all the time with people. So it just makes me giggle. And that's the and that's the thing, right? It's like someone has to have that hard conversation and it was, it was my mentor back then who was my personal trainer slash life coach slash, I don't know, everything else. And then became my business shout coach. Out, we love you. Yeah, shout out to Ro. <laughs> Women in strength, Roisin Hawley. We love Go you. see her, especially if you're in, in fitness. <laughs> but she, I, she was like, okay, I'm doing business mentoring. This is very early on when she just started. And she was like, yeah. I'm doing business mentoring. She wanted to help me. And I, she told me the offer and all the things. And I said, mm. look, I just don't know because you have like a brick and mortar business and the strategy is so different. You're not going to know how to help me. And she just turned around basically like dead, dead stare and was like, do you really think strategy is your problem? And I was like, I feel seen. (laughs) And that was, that was the start of unlocking like mindset in business, which led me to eventually the emotional side of business and relationship with myself and the shadow work and all the other pieces. So Yeah. yeah, it's, I can just tell you like, Mindset was very helpful, understanding that piece. And that actually did get me, that took the strategy and made 
me a lot of money. Like I made this, I made six figures in nine months when I started working on my belief work. But the problem was I got burnt out and I was like constantly hustling and pushing because that's what mindset can do is like, it can override your emotional experience and your felt experience by disciplining yourself. And, and then it was that, oh, I actually... I remember this was like when spirituality actually started to come in because I was like, I was only trusting myself and I felt I had to hold it all. And I was like, well, what what would happen if I like maybe trusted in something bigger than me? (laughs) What happens if I actually maybe believed in this manifestation thing, right? And and that started to allow me to kind of relax a little bit, a little bit more, uh, which has been a journey, but it's just without any of it, without the spirituality, without the mindset, without the shadow work, without the relationship with myself, I wouldn't be here. I would a hundred percent be working a job because I wouldn't have survived. Same, same. I would not, if I didn't do all the things that I teach my clients, I would not be here today because I also have overridden my nervous system and my emotions many, many times. And it's just not the fucking vibe All lived in the perfectionism piece. If we all have to be perfect to be able to do this work really well. And that plays I'm out in the industry master. quite a lot. Oh my God. I'm, I'm a coach. So I do breath work and I never numb out my feelings and I'm always happy. And I never have a limiting belief that I don't turn around immediately. literally Literally. or oh oh yeah no I hear that no no that doesn't relate to me (laughs) that's that's the common thing that I hear when people are in that but yeah it's definitely a coach mask that comes up of I I think I should be better therefore I am better than this and I don't have to go deep dive into it however we're all human beings and we all have stuff that we have to look look at and work on and it's all part of the experience it's actually yeah I was like that's so part of the experience I think because it's a rite of passage for a coach to become a coach and think that they're only a coach and like lose all other parts of their identity basically and then remember who they are And that's like, that's why I believe I'm a really amazing coach these days is because I went through that journey. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh shit, I'm doing that or whatever. It's like, that's actually what, it's almost like you go from being human to thinking that you should be God, to remembering that you're a human, to remembering that everyone else is a human. And then we can actually meet them in that human experience, which actually allows us to lead them and create safety and transformation. Absolutely. I feel like it goes from, obviously you feel like dog shit about yourself, but then you go, (laughs) I'm a God, right? No, like truly people say like shit, I'm a God. But then where the embodiment comes in is realizing that we're all gods. So it's not actually like, it's not, oh, I'm the God. I'm the one who's at the pedestal and God all this It's like, no, actually, we're all, we're all learning about ourselves with pe- different faces on different people. Like it's all about learning more about ourselves, which is really fascinating. Really, really fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I want to ask, like, what, what would you say to somebody who is feeling the pull to hire a coach, feeling the pull to hire a mentor, somebody in the business space, what what would you say to them at this point in time? Firstly, I'd say to check in with themselves and why, why are you hiring someone? So I have, and I speak to this from my own personal experience, of course, my own perspective and own projections, but I have hired someone because I looked at how much money they made. 
and went, yeah. oh, they must be an amazing coach. Not always and the case. It, often no, not the not. case. Often not the case. So, <laughs> yes, so that was the that was a big thing for me is that I'd always hire people who I perceived to be doing really well. And financially, yeah, they were doing well, but they didn't they actually didn't have the emotional capacity to hold me. And I needed someone with deep emotional intelligence and and safety and all of those things because I'm a sensitive little bean. And <laughs> I found I kept ending up in these coaching containers with someone who was like, you know, um just doing strategy and those sorts of things. And I would be having a breakdown and they couldn't meet me in that. And then mm. they would be like, oh, just do a podcast or do this. Or what about this funnel? And I will just be like frozen, just like, <laughs> I can't fucking do that. So it's it's looking at why are you hiring someone and who are you hiring? So the, the why piece is more, where is it coming from? Is it that I need someone to save me? Do I need mm. someone to come in and swoop in and do all those things? Or am I doing it because it feels fucking fun and expansive? And that was when I came to Laura, it was that feeling of this feels so alive and so fun. And it was, I was fighting myself on like, oh, I don't really need it. And I could wait or I could do this. And like, that was sort of the mentality of like, I was fighting my intuition around it. And then there's other times where I'm like fighting my intuition in the way of you have to have it. Otherwise you're not going to make any money. And so the yeah. energetic difference and, and if you're in that space of, I feel like I need some extra support and that's okay. And I feel like this person can support me and make sure you talk to coaches as well to make sure they have the emotional intelligence or tools that you need right now and, and make a decision from a really grounded space rather than just throwing money at someone because you think yeah. it's going to fix it because it's, it's a very, very volatile relationships that can come between coach and client from that space. And it's something for us all to be mindful of. So start with yourself and then look at why am I hiring this person and who am I hiring specifically? What do I think they're going to be able to, to give me and always look for support, not just strategy. Emotional support is like number one. Yeah. The the only having the strategy thing, it's, it sounds good till you come up against an energetic block and your strategy stops working. So, yeah. and also there are so many fucking ways to grow in this industry. Like I literally was having a conversation with someone the other day where they were like, oh yeah. So like, I kind of want to work a part-time job at the same time, just cause I have an interest in another area. So I don't want to be on social media all the time. And I was like, fantastic. Let's work around that. And so we completely changed the normal strategy that I would use with a client to support this person so that they could explore lots of different avenues of their life, right? It's not one size fits all. And if you have someone teaching you a one size fits all process, run. (laughs) It's not a good sign. (laughs) It's a very bad sign. Million ways to grow the energetics strategy, the energetics and mindset though, is like the landing platform to be able to have the strategy actually work. It's like the base of a house, the concrete base. If you've got to crack through it, it's going to, anything you build on top is going to bobble and not, and not stay in place. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. And honestly, if you want a good strategy, you can just Google strategy and you'll get one for free. Like you don't need to pay someone $10,000 for it, but I would pay out my ass for good emotional support because that shit is rare. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you combine the two and 
fun. Um, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> oh, I know. It's so good. Um, so I wanted to kind of wrap up this, this uh, podcast episode by asking you, how can people work with you? Where can they find you? And obviously I know that you have so much beautiful wisdom, insight, and all the beautiful things to share. So how can someone find you and work with you? So the best place to find me where I hang out the most is my primary page, which is complete underscore by Caitlin. And I will, that's where my stories go. That's where most of my content, if you, and then from there you can find everything else. So you can find shadow work retreats and you can find my podcast, which is called shadow work. What the fuck, which is an easy one to remember. Uh, And currently I have two things that are coming up. So in August I am running my ignite retreat and that is where we do a lot of deep healing work, embodiment work, and it's for general population, but I've had myriads of business owners and, you know, high execs and all of that come through because it is that really deep foundational work of like healing that is often needed. And then my next certification starts in September. So if you're wanting to learn more about shadow work coaching and how to do all of that, there is all the information on Complete by Caitlin. You can download the curriculum. You can look at all the details. You can ask me any questions and we can jump on a call and see if it's right for you and your business. Beautiful. I love that. Oh my goodness. And remember guys, the shadow work is, it's, it's a lot deeper than your typical NLP kind of vibe, right? Or your life coaching certification. You're, you're really going in and helping somebody love themselves into change, which is, again, a really big piece. So, so beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing about your incredible experiences and your experiences today and also a little bit about our coaching journey as well. It's been really, really wonderful to have you on and I know that it's going to be really inspiring for people to be listening to and give them a lot more insight about like when to hire a coach and the reasoning behind hiring a coach as well and how it's helped you grow, which is great. Thank you so much for having me and I will speak to you soon. Thank you so much. Bye.